What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What are you doing? You brought my husband to a public place? He's undercover. We're perverts, see? You're not fooling anyone. Kevin Zipper is up, for God's sake. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut. (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Today is Tuesday. Uh, it's March 27th, 2018, and this is episode number 418 of the com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. What the fuck, dicky heads? <laughs> Jose Guzman. Hard to find wreck in D.C. And Kelly Harris, what's up there? Uh, for the record, Ronda Rousey cannot time travel. Oh, God. <laughs> I watched that today. What a fucking dummy. Wait. I watched that. Okay. Like, what? <laughs> like, maybe. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Oh no. Oh, my God. No. So she was in an, an interview on, I want to say it was some kind of ESPN thing. I'm not or sure. Some podcast, maybe. I don't know. Something. But she, the guy asks if she would go back, you know, in in some time, if like, she would go back to UFC, the best, you know, like yeah, he could he could have worded it a little better, and he stuttered like half a second. But, but instead says, of say, he says what he says, he says, you know, when did you, when did you decide you're gonna you weren't gonna fight again? He says, I never said that. He goes, oh, so you think that you know possibly you might go back in time? <laughs> like that's what he said, that's and she just said. like stares straight forward, goes, I can't travel through time. <laughs> No, no, before, she gets really shitty. She goes, oh, she gets really angry so about she it. Says, Is that your question to me? Can I go back in time? Can I time travel? <laughs> and the dude's like, no, no, no. I mean, like, you know, given time, would you go back? And she goes, no, I can't travel through time. <laughs> it was super awkward. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and is trying to push that woman as a face. And, and see, that makes me think that she's not... That fucking dummy. <laughs> she's not transphobic. She's not a Sandy Hook truther. She's, she's just, just an, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. 
Yeah. I recently learned about the whole Sandy uh, hook of it all with her, and I'm like, yeah, no, that makes you a trash person. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to defend her because obviously no, she's, she's trash. She's an idiot. She's dumb trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I think both the things that qualify her as transphobic and a Sandy Hook truther are one-off comments that were recorded and broadcasted. So it doesn't look good, but it doesn't necessarily qualify you as a Sandy Hook truther if you're like, I, I don't know. May I mean, maybe some shit went down. Who knows? Everyone knows. I'm just saying. But the fact that she can't time travel. <laughs> yeah. 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 She could. She'd go back and tell her, don't take that match. You get punched <laughs> in the face a lot. Well, that's probably why she got so shitty with the dude. Because <laughs> she was probably like, yeah. if I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you saying to me? What? You don't think I've tried? <laughs> I just I followed the plans to a T. <laughs> and the shuttle didn't lift. I can't get the gigawatts. God damn it. I don't think I tried to hang myself in the bathroom so my head would smash in the toilet and it'd give me a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. That's that's good. It <laughs> is when she comes out on Raw, you know, her music hits and that's cool for a little bit, and then she comes out and she's smiling. She gets like to the top of the ramp, and then once she starts high fiving everybody, it's like, okay, this we can stop now. That that's as far as as it goes. Anything more than that, and she just digs herself a bigger hole. So she had a match yet? Is her first match going to be uh, WrestleMania? First match is going to be WrestleMania, but she has had physical encounters with uh, probably half a dozen people so far, and every single one of them looked very dangerous and unpracticed. Oh. So she's been putting in time in the performance center, which is good. Yeah, well, that's not uh, showing on Raw. When she throws someone over her head and they land super awkwardly. Oh, yeah, that's not a good time. Is she armbarred? She did. She armbarred uh, Mandy Rose last night. Well, that's good. That's the one she, thing she definitely did. Well, she yeah, that. until she has a Misha Tate flashback and snaps her arm. Exactly. I feel like that might happen <laughs> sooner than the lady. Hope, hope for, hopefully it happens to Stephanie. Yeah, don't, don't hurt poor Mandy. She's good. <laughs> Mandy Rose, I tweeted this last night watching Raw, and I, I thought of it while scrolling through Instagram because I uh, followed her on Instagram. She damn near has the proportions of a dwarf. <laughs> but like, I can kind of see that. Like, she's super compact, and she's got That's that. so fucking funny you said that. I said the exact same thing. About a dude at work this week. <laughs> She's I was got, like, hey, tell the guy. That guy looks like a fucking like a full size dwarf, right? <laughs> no, no, no one else. Shit, this is why I don't talk to you people. It's, That's it's, like I met a guy that a lot of people refer to as full size Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Like her legs and her arms aren't like dwarf length, but they're not super long either. And she's got that big old dwarf donk on her. She got a dwarf donk, y'all. You know how dwarfs have that just huge donk? <laughs> I 100% know exactly what you're talking Mandy about. Mandy Rose has a dwarf donk, but it's not, it is not dwarfed at all. 
like it. Like it. I understand. I think my perfect sense. I'm not gonna argue the point with you. Yeah. Let's see. What the fuck else is going on? Now we're talking about crazy wrestling shit. Let's see. Um let's see, I got notes. What do I got notes about? Um oh, so um I went to a friend's kid's sweet sixteen birthday party over the weekend. Uh, uh. And you have never felt as old as I did in that moment. And by that moment, I mean the arduous fucking four hours. It was a long, long time. Now, and it's my wife's fault. <laughs> my wife's fucking fault. Because like, like, there's like, there's nothing there for me. This kid doesn't give a fuck that I'm there. That Nicole's there. Like her fucking friends are there. Nicole's like, yeah, but I agreed to help set up and take shit down and help clean up. I go, okay. Then let's leave and, and come, come back when the fucker's over <laughs> and help clean up. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, like I say, so she, she was just, ah, oh. she, she was just as unhappy as I was. But there's one thing my wife will not do. It's, you know, not suffer. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand it at all. But, it was a lovely time, but man, had no business being there. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was rough. Four fucking hours. You should have. Where, where was it? Uh, it was actually at. They rented a, a big uh, meeting room at a hotel, like a Holiday Inn. Oh, you should have went looking for a wedding to crash or something. I don't think I, that didn't come across <laughs> my mind. Or just uh, rented a room for three hours and then. Get, oh, there you go. That's an idea. <laughs> That's the move. But alas, we didn't know such thing. But it's fine. Whatever. So, yeah. And you don't even drink, so it's not like you could have just gotten shitty. It was a kid's party. There was no booze until they made me go get booze. <laughs> Did Lee, like, we need to go get lit. <laughs> one of the kids slipped you a hundred bucks. Hey, old man. Was, <laughs> it, was fucking, it was Nicole and the host. She was like, look, go to the store, bring back wine. <laughs> and so they were sitting in the back of the room, just like nipping wine for a couple hours. <laughs> Very much like a 16-year-old party would be, I would imagine. Yeah. But thank God that's all over with. What kind of music? If it wasn't for those lame adults, that could have been us. <laughs> What kind Might of been. what kind of music are the kids listening to these days? Some little pump. It was a lot of shit that I promise you've never heard of. <laughs> they got that that post Kevin Malone. Probably, I don't know. Maybe, like, I think they may. Was have there been any like, Big Willie style? <laughs> you know, there was not, and that's how you know it was a bullshit party, in my opinion. Uh, Kelly is the king of Big Willie style. How has no one made that shirt yet? <laughs> Shit, that is, yeah. That's kind of obvious at this point. Damn, get on it, Kelly. Fucking cash in that, cash it in now while you can. Copyright, um. Kelly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fucking said it. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, but we're letting a deal in on the Facebooks and Ebay's about a shitload of Transformers. Makes me very happy. How I cope. I was still some some bootleg masterpieces, which have been uh. Pretty fucking rad. I got myself a regular size Soundwave and then oversized versions of Ironhide and Bumblebee. And they're fucking wonderful. They're so well crafted. Like they don't feel shit. They feel just as good as a real thing. They got die cast parts, 
rubber tires, the whole nine, and they are like a third of the cost of the real thing. It's kind of fucking nuts. So yeah, I will support your bootleg operation all day long. Chinese knockoff makers, no problem. Uh, I started Jessica Jones season two, and it's good. It's good. You should all watch that when you get around to it, but you're not going to for a long time because there's just too much good shit. Right what's now. what's the next one? Is it Luke Cage season two is coming out next? Probably June. Fuck. It is Luke Cage. Yeah, you're right. They have like a teaser. I saw something. Yeah. Well, Mary and I's Disney passes have blackout dates for almost all of June, July, and August. So we'll probably just stay at home and watch Marvel Netflix series and catch Not up. Not a bad way to spend a weekend. I can deal with that. Uh, and the last thing I'll talk about is it's a, it's a personality flaw of mine. Um, some folks at work this week learned just to what <laughs> insane links I will go to. To prove that I'm right. <laughs> I when the, I know that I'm right. I saw the tweet. <laughs> like, this bitch brought a knife to that gunfight in a big, big way. Like, this, and it does, did that thing where, like, you know, you send the email, and instead of sending the email, like, you also, like, you know, copy the boss oh. on the email. Oh. I'm like, and it was like the first time we talked about it. It wasn't like, you know, this is a thing and like it's been an ongoing thing. So we're going to try to escalate on the slide. It's just we're just going out the gate. Boom. Copying the boss lady. Like, OK, OK. All right. That's fine. I said, I'll get back to you on this. And then I spent four and a half hours. Making a PowerPoint presentation, three different versions of an Excel workbook and a Word document. <laughs> going through every possible permutation of how this conversation would go. <laughs> and all words lead to no. I'm right. <laughs> just watching this person just like sing for because then because then we did like and I wanted again. I'm a sick person, so I made sure to schedule a meeting with the three of us in person, and I laid it all out like in line and just watched her sink into a chair to the point where her fucking toes are sticking over elbows, and it was amazing. It was so worth it. I'm not proud of it because it's not great and I know this is a problem and Nicole saw the tweet as well and texted me and she says she just said those poor poor fools <laughs> I know <laughs> I know I'm sorry but that's all I got but what's going on guys uh, well this week uh, I had some money burning a hole in my pocket and I said you know what movie pass has their $7.95 a month deal for for a one year subscription, I'm gonna go ahead and buy me and my wife some movie passes. Right on. How'd that work out for you? Uh, the very next day, it was six ninety five a month. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but still a good deal. And the fact that they dropped it to six ninety five, it says well, at least the article that I read about the discount. It says that they're forming relationships with exhibitors and studios, and it's it's all on the up and up and. John Michael's review of MoviePass has been glowing, and that motherfucker lives at the movies, so I feel like if there was any issues with it whatsoever, he would find out. No, that's true. In due time. So, uh, got on some of that MoviePass action, still waiting on our cards, but it went from, you know, in recent years, we do the big Marvel movies, the big Star Wars movies, and then probably 
two or three movies besides that a year. Now that Movie Pass is coming, I had no interest in seeing Ready Player One. We fucking seeing that. Oh, don't do that. What? Why not? I can see it for free, essentially. You can okay. see it for free, and at the end of the day, it's a fucking Spielberg movie. Like, I know how to craft a film. I'm much more willing to take the chance on Ready Player One when I've already paid for my movie pass than paying $14 a ticket to see it opening yeah, 100%. weekend. 100%. I can see, okay, that's fair. I can see Pacific Rim 2, which I was kind of on the fence about. Uh, I really want to see Rampage, so Rampage is definitely happening. And then, like, shit that I had no interest in that Mary kind of wants to see, like Tomb Raider. We're, we're just – we're going to see all the goddamn movies, goddamn it. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Man, I love movies, and I never get to see movies anymore. That's a damn shame. So, looking forward to that. Uh, we hit up Magic Kingdom this past Friday because Friday night was our last day of our passes for the next two weeks. There's blackout dates for spring break. And they just redid Pirates of the Caribbean. Have you guys heard this story? No. No. There's the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where it's an auction, and they're auctioning off women. And uh, the the chick at the top of the stairs is this, uh, she got a lot of junk in the trunk. The auctioneer is telling her to show that ass to the crowd. And all the crowd's yelling, we want the redhead, because there's this sexy redhead down at the end of the line. And they, right. all, they all want to bid on that chick so uh since we are in they they should call it uh woke world because yeah. we're woke as fuck now and you can't have people being auctioned off <laughs> so they changed that scene so that the red-headed chick is now a pirate participating in running the auction but now they're auctioning off like uh, riches, like uh, paintings and uh, livestock and chandeliers and shit like that. That so- rings hollow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Explain you yourself. Don't, you don't become a pirate to then auction off the booty. You keep the booty, you dummies. Well, the the scene isn't the greatest, and the 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 changes that they made aren't great, but. Seeing that they made the character's name is Red, who was you know previous human slave, you know sex trafficked woman, is now a pirate with agency. I was like, you know what? They need to make her the main character of this ride now. Fuck Jack Sparrow, because you know allegedly he beats the fuck out his uh, out of his wife. So make Red the main character, and then restart the whole Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise. And make her the main character. Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't say no. Get some get some fresh legs under it. Everybody's kind of sick of Johnny Depp and Jack Sparrow. He can have a cameo in there as like one of her uh, ex lovers, and <clears throat> like they run across each other, and she punches them in the eye. <laughs> so just <laughs> so yeah, just just uh, spitballing some some ideas for you know universe building for Pirates of the Caribbean and the newly liberated Red. Uh, Other than that, I'll save some of the shit that I watched for Comic Talk, some Netflix and some movies and stuff, but uh, uh, Wednesday, 
we got the news that Toys R Us was going to be starting their liquidation sales Thursday, March 22nd. So you better believe it. Me and the wife, Thursday night, headed over to our local Toys R Us. And as soon as we walk in, there's a uh, sign printed out uh, you know, on like a computer printer. And it says, uh, we don't know where USA Today is getting their, their information. But our liquidation sales do not start today. Sorry huh. for the inconvenience. Uh, we do want you to know that uh, we're no longer accepting returns or checks. So fuck off. So no sales, but uh, worst case scenario, we got to walk around Toys R Us for a little bit. You know that that's never a waste of time. I went over <laughs> the weekend, and they they were starting the sales, but it's just bullshit. Like ten percent at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. They're gonna start them low, and then every couple of weeks or so, they're gonna jack them up, and and yeah. the good stuff will be gone by the time there's any real good sales going on. Yeah, and it's already gone anyway because they hadn't stocked my shit in a while. But there's like all the big like you know store closing signs, whatever, and then but then there were some some uh handwritten signs that were equal parts hilarious and kind of sad <laughs> like they'd written a sign that said hey we're losing our jobs yeah if you're hiring let us know oh that's kind of that's kind of cool right 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 like it's kind of kind of clever but also kind of sad and then the other one said um like no we don't have uh, a closing date this is a liquidation so basically when everything's gone so are we uh but hey Enjoy your sales. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though. Obviously, they to put up that sign that they put up. They obviously have been getting a lot of people coming in there and being like, "Where's the sales? Where are the sales at? What's going on? Where's the sales?" Exactly. To the point where they got to put up a sign. I will say this, however, it was the busiest I've ever seen that Toys R Us, and people were buying stuff. I think it's all a fucking ploy because. Christmas didn't go well, so they're like, fuck it. Let's tell everybody we're closing. <laughs> oh. Every Everybody will get nostalgic for Toys R Us and come back and start buying shit. And then, boom, we're back in business. I know. We that's find it. out that the fucking guy who is trying to kickstart KB Toys is like also the Toys R Us guy. <laughs> like, ha ha! Be all along. So, yeah, that's. Right on. What's going that, on, Jose? Chilling in Washington D.C., awaiting the arrival of this guy and a bunch of other nerds. Well, I'm not bringing the nerds with me. Are you in D.C. Well, right now? Yeah. Right on. I had a beauty show last weekend, so I was there tending to the beauty needs of Washington D.C. And then the week after, this weekend. So pretty much I would have flew home tonight and then flew back tomorrow. That's yeah, silly. So yeah, we got right. awesome con this weekend. Did you uh, see any of that craziness with the March for Your Life over the weekend? March for Our Lives? Looked like a bunch of standing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're such a grumpy old man when it comes to this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you're going to march, march. They did march. They marched. March from where? They, they marched from one place to another, and then there was a big stage, and they watched a bunch of speeches. There were marches everywhere. People be marching, oh. man. They had to they had to march there at some point, even if they weren't all together. And then it's not a march. That just means they met there. 
God damn it. But oh no, I did not God. go. But you well, didn't obviously you you didn't see any any residual like busyness or traffic because of it? No, I stayed away from all that shit. Too old for that many people. Yeah, there were a lot of fucking people. Get out of here, crowds. Yeah. Which is one part inspiring, another part just uh just anxiety inducing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good, you know. Stand up for what you believe. Make your voice heard the American way. But pay your taxes, people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking me. Oh. <laughs> Nothing wrong with having guns. Just fucking don't give it to dipshits. But if people are going to get it, they're going to get it. And aren't these kids shooting kids? I still think the bigger issue is parents and mental illness. Guns come third. Oh, I love this right now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not saying a word. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to let this one ride out. Just saying. <laughs> oh, this God. has been Jose's Hot Takes. <laughs> oh, shit. Nothing, nothing we're talking about, Jose? Nothing worth regaling us with? Um, nothing legal. Oh, all right. Allegedly. Uh, what the fuck's going on, Kelly? Tell us the story. Uh, let's see. What have I I've been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. I finally finished up season two of My Hero Academia, and goddamn, that show is good. I need to watch that. It's probably the best piece of superhero media out there today. Goddamn. Like, Overall, not just like in Japan, but like across everything. Yeah, that's high praise. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Um, so yeah, season three starts up real soon, so I kind of had the oh shit, I better finish this <laughs> moment. So I plowed through like seven episodes last night. So I finished that. Um. Sunday night was the New Japan show from Long Beach. Uh, I reviewed that for Voices of Wrestling. That was a good time. Uh, main event was fantastic. I went five stars. Our full review team went 20 stars total on it. Goddamn, son. That was a real good match. One hey, of my get a five-star match out of Kelly Harris. One of my favorites of the year. So far, that's my only five-star match this year. But it's early in the year. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think. I haven't been up to much. Oh, I got a Detective Pikachu in the mail on Friday. Oh shit, that's right. That's out. I hope they yeah, put some. Is. I hope they put some holes in the box so he could breathe. <laughs> <laughs> the amiibo for it is fucking enormous. It's like double the size of every other amiibo. It's amazing. Just catch double to come that way. Oh yeah. Yeah, Detective Pikachu's a fun time. It, oddly enough, is probably the most realistic take on a world with Pokemon that I've seen. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Like forced into a ninja servitude. Yeah, because and it's like they kind of just you know hang out in the city and shit and follow their owners around, but and like not a single person has battled once in this game. <laughs> there That's was a fun great. little cameo where you meet up with Ash, Ash's Pikachu. Where like you go, you're going, uh, you're trying to find your uh, Detective Pikachu, 
and you just find another one in the sidewalk and like, all right, come on, let's go. And then it doesn't talk to you. It just, you know, does normal Pikachu noises. Right. So Detective Pikachu walks over and is like, oh, oh man, sorry about my friend here, you know. I hope everything's all right. And then he's talking for a bit and he goes, oh man, I hope everything works out for you and your best friend so you can be the best there ever was. Uh, that's funny. He's like, all right, see you later. And then he runs off. So yeah, that was a fun little cameo thing. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I really have not been up to much. See, this this is all the fucking the calm before the storm, you see. That's, that's, it is. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> oh all nice God. and chill. I, uh, We're yeah. taking next week off, right? <laughs> yes. No, we can. Well, uh, I mean, we don't have to. The the four of us are leaving Tuesday night. Getting, okay. We're going about four hours and then stopping at a hotel and then driving oh, the rest of right. the next morning. Well, then, yeah, let's definitely skip next week yeah. then. Okay. Right, and if we cool. skip next week and then, oh, no, I'm looking at March. Fuck. <laughs> if we skip next week, which is the third, we come back on the 10th for our post WrestleMania show. That would be 419. And then. On the seventeenth would be episode four twenty, which is three days before the actual four twenty. Oh shit! H- hang ten, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you love a theme episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna smoke salvia that night. We should do. We should do a half <laughs> half big commentary. <laughs> oh god, I I love that movie. <laughs> Kelly's never seen it. Nope. <laughs> I'm only half kidding. <laughs> now we'll do it in a minute. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, put the finishing touches up on my Google Calendar for next weekend, and goddamn, it's a lot. Yeah, uh, a lot. Kelly said... Yeah, let's do a little uh, Mania Weekend preview. Yeah, why not? Because, I mean, I, I just did one of those podcasts at 7 o'clock, but I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, a couple of people calling in around eleven for uh, actual fantasy football, so so we got time to kill. Awesome! All right, great. So let's go through our schedule. Um, Thursday, kit things kick off at three p.m. for Game Changer Wrestling presents Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. Uh, the whole show is contested under. Uh, knockout or submission rules, and there are no ring ropes. Yeah, it occurred to me today, that's the fucking first thing we're gonna see. Yep. <laughs> like, that's number one. Madness. And that is main evented by Matt Riddle taking on Loki. That should be awesome. Also featuring Nick Gage versus Tim Thatcher, uh, Walter versus Tom Lawler, Dan Severin versus Chris Dickinson, should be a good good time. We should uh, get a mark picture with Nick Gage, <laughs> <laughs> like all bloody. I won't say no. And we can all do the the M- MDK hand signal. Or whatever. Uh, then later that day, at eight o'clock, we're staying in the WWN venue for Evolve One Hundred Two, headlined by an Evolve Championship match, which sees Zack Saber Jr. defending against Matt Riddle. Uh, there is a tag team match of Daisuke Sakamoto and Numenori Sawa versus Tim Thatcher and Walter. Uh, that one I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, Daisuke Sakamoto is one of my favorite beefy Japanese boys. Lots of Japanese boys showing up this weekend. <laughs> and I'm very excited to see him and Walter just slap each other. 
<laughs> Walter might be the hardest chopper in all of wrestling right now. So those two together, mwah. I'm an Italian chef. Kissing my fingers. <laughs> pizza, get your pizza here. <laughs> uh, that show also features A.R. Fox versus Will Ospreay. And uh, you might know A.R. Fox as Dante Fox from Lucha Underground. So uh, those two are going to bounce around everywhere. And we also know A.R. Fox from every fucking show that we went to last year, too. Yep. <laughs> that goddamn ladder match last year. Jesus Christ. Comes oh, out yeah. to the, does he still come out to the ring to what does the fox say? <laughs> I don't know. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, then we go to Friday, where at noon we'll be seeing the Crash Lucha show. And this is like an authentic-ass Lucha show, uh, Conan bringing the crew from Tijuana. Oh, we're going to see somebody blow a donkey? <laughs> uh, maybe. Someone shooting ping-pong balls. It is New Orleans, too. Let's not forget. Uh, that show is headlined by Penta Zero M versus Austin Aries. Fuck yeah. That should be cool. Uh, Penta ping-pong. We'll get to see in the semi-main uh, the skeleton daddy himself, L.A. Park. Oh, my God. This guy be like 107 years old. Oh, yeah, and it's... I really want him to throw a box of beer bottles at someone's head. <laughs> Jesus. That's all I want. The chairman. Uh, there's also a match on there that is probably going to be amazing. Uh, Ray Phoenix versus Flamita. And Flamita will blow your goddamn minds. That guy's amazing. Sounds like a Spanish dessert. Yeah, it does. Uh, Rich Swan may or may not be in that match, depending on if he shows up or not. Because no one knows what's going on with that right now. All right. Uh, let's see what else is on there. Uh, Bandito and Black Boy versus Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. No. I saw Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz at AAW uh, last week, and those guys are awesome. No. Oh, and that's actually a three-way tag. There's also the Chris Brothers in there, too. <clears throat> no, this is Wokamania Week. We can't have a wrestler named Black Boy. I veto that <laughs> shit right well, now. They already made Black Danger change his name. To what? Black Boy? No. Those Just are two, Davey. Those are two different guys. I'm not sure which one he is now. <laughs> oh, no, Black Danger's still on here. He's in the match with... Um, where it's a four-way with a team of a man and a woman on each. A man and a woman's on each team. Uh, we get to see Joe Ryan in that match as he's billed here. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, is that is that Joey Ryan, or is it another <laughs> it guy? It is. Okay. I just forgot the why, but I hope he was like, playing a dad version of his character. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be a lot of fun. Um that has the biggest chance of us seeing someone stab the bottle. Cool. Uh, then at four, at that same venue, we'll see RevPro, which is the British company, headlined by Tomohiro Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. That should be awesome. Uh, also on there is Monaro Suzuki versus Jeff Cobb. And what cool. could be one of the craziest tag matches of the entire weekend. Kota Ibushi, Flip Gordon, and Shane Strickland versus Rocky Romero, Will Ospreay, and Chucky e. T. That's yeah. a lot of flippy shit. Oh, yeah. Now, even though he thinks the uh, earth is flat, I still enjoy <laughs> the work of Flip Gordon. 
at least Ronda Rousey hasn't come out and said that she thinks the worth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> yet. And also on that show is a sleeper that could be one of the best matches of the whole weekend with Martin Stone versus David Starr. Uh, Martin Stone, you might know better as Danny Birch from yeah. NXT. Yeah. For whatever reason, they just keep calling him that instead of Martin Stone, I, and they don't sign him. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, then that night at 8 p.m. is the WWN Super Show. Uh, main event number one is Keith Lee defending the WWN Championship against Daisuke Sakamoto. Once again, two beefy boys slapping each other. <laughs> I I didn't realize until recently how how much of a big fan you are of beefy boys. I guess that's why we get along so well. Yeah. <laughs> and if you would just find another beefy boy and he'd start slapping each other, oh man. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be plenty of beefy boys in uh, that's true, that's true. Or in uh, New Orleans. We should see if uh, Whitworth's coming to Mania. There we go. <laughs> uh, that show also features main event number two of Zack Sabre Jr. defending the Evolve title against Numenori Sawa. Uh, that should be really good. That'll be more of your grappling type match. Uh, Sawa does not wrestle very often anymore, like... I think he was pretty much retired until very recently. He works more of a kind of shoot style, so that should be a good matchup. Uh, Evolve tag title match. Chris Dickinson and Jaka defend against Walter and Tim Thatcher. Uh, that should be awesome. Chris Dickinson and Jaka are madmen, so I'm sure Walter will just beat the piss out of them. Fucking Walter. When, Because Mahoney's still in our WrestleMania facebook chat and kelly's listing off some of the matches and mahoney sees this and he just goes walter <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy's name is walter <laughs> you guys are all gonna love walter by the time the weekend's <laughs> over i'm sure uh we actually get a women's match on that show mary will be happy uh lufisto defends the shine championship against holiday and that show also has Matt Riddle versus Will Ospreay. Should be a good time. Ooh. That'll be good. Uh, then, oh, then it might be the centerpiece of the whole weekend. 11.55, spring break. Yeah. So goddamn excited. Headlined by Joey Janela versus the great Sasuke, who I hope he has a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see him put a barrel. I went from head. like a year and a half ago not it's knowing stupid. who Sasuke even is. To being like, oh, he's going to have to have a barrel, right? <laughs> if he doesn't bring a barrel, someone in the audience will have brought a barrel. Oh, yeah. Uh, David Starr is going to wrestle Mike Quackenbush in one of Quackenbush's very rare appearances. That should be really good. Uh, Walter, once again, Walter. Uh, takes on Quebecer Pierre. Walter getting paid this weekend. You oh, got yeah. to. The good old clusterfuck. Uh, Nick Gage taking on Penta Zero M in a match that will shower us in blood and glass, I'm sure. <laughs> Goddamn. I hope they fight past us like Matt Tremont and Eddie Kingston did while I the guy so. sleeps. <laughs> and then also, James Ellsworth versus Matt Riddle. Oh, that promo was so great. And there are still two matches that Joey's not going to announce going into the show. Yeah. So there's two more matches on that. Kelly. Like he's not going to announce them, period? 
As far as I know, they're just going to be surprises for the show. Yeah, he just said, million. fuck it. They, they're selling enough tickets. They don't They don't need to give everything away. They're past 1,000 tickets sold. This morning, Kelly's like, all right, everybody, we got three more shows to buy tickets for, so let's let's do this. And then I'm looking at the schedule. I'm looking at which shows they are. Then I realize with the Crash Lucha show, which is what, noon on Saturday? Yes. We're watching wrestling from noon until probably 2 a.m. on Saturday, you guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a fucking lot, I, Saturday. <laughs> I, I, no, that's Friday. That's Friday. Okay, Friday. Yeah, no. that's Friday. But but Saturday is kind of is, is a different because the Saturday show, the last one is Kaiju on okay. Saturday. Yep. Okay, Fr- Friday is the 12, 12 to 2 a.m. Yeah, I said to Mary, but, I but said, okay, Saturday's gonna be late too because Kaiju starts at like midnight. Yeah, but it's not. But then we're we watching directly into Pile Divers and Pancakes set, uh, Sunday morning. <laughs> no, that's Saturday. Morning. Saturday morning. Yeah, it's Joey Janela at midnight, and then Pancakes Saturday morning. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. tried. I ta- I talked to Mary. I'm like, okay, look at these last three shows, and see <laughs> if you wanna consider maybe sitting any of these out because. You know, we've got we're seeing a lot of fucking wrestling, we're and I just a lot. I don't want her to get burnt out. And she's like, "Nope, I want to see all of those." I'm like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Mary." All right. I told her I was like, "Okay, we'll we'll get tickets to all these shows, but if you get burnt out, worst case scenario, we're we're out. You know, thirty bucks for a ticket or something." So yeah. And if she wants to go to Shimmer Saturday afternoon, I will go with her. If no one else <laughs> wants to, I will gla- I will do that. I don't care. I honestly like I I don't want to cast dispersions on my lovely wife. But Friday 12 to 2? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That that's 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 gonna uh, she's gonna be wrecked for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> I wish we could bring Mahoney along for Friday. Remember last year when Mahoney said that he was gonna fucking just make a cameo <laughs> appearance and read a book? <laughs> no, but all right. So this takes us to Saturday. Kicks off eleven a.m. with pancakes and pile drivers. Uh, there is a joint show this year between AAW. Um, Pro Wrestling Revolver and one other British company that's name escapes me at the moment. Uh, the first match announced was the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon, and Phoenix taking on Teddy Hart and Jack Evans. Hell yeah. So Teddy Hart's probably going to do something stupid. Yeah. And uh, if any of us want to buy weed that weekend, we know who to find. Yeah. Jose. Um. <laughs> Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart is who we need to find. I was going to say Jack Evans, probably. Teddy yeah. Hart, either one of those probably. Teddy Hart, you can buy weed and exotic cats from him. Yeah, and potentially people. Probably, yeah. Uh, that also has Mako Satomura versus Jessica Havoc versus Kimberly. Uh, I'm excited for one third of that match, and that's Mako Satomura. <laughs> uh, he is awesome, and hopefully, will kick both of their heads off their shoulders. Uh, there's the worst match we might see all weekend with Colt Cabana and Marty DeRosa taking on Joey Ryan and Session Moth Martina. But Colt and Joey will make it entertaining, at least. Yeah. I should say the probably the worst worked match. It might not be an unenjoyable experience. Mary thought uh, that one of the shows we were going to go see 
that we still needed to get tickets for was CZW. And she's like, yeah, I want to go to that because Joey Ryan's on that show. I really like Joey Ryan. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not doing CZ- CZW. But we'll, we'll see Joey Ryan a few other times. She she really likes his dick gimmick for whatever reason. I'm not sure. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the show also has Jeff Cobb versus Shane Strickland, which should be very good. Uh, really? Sammy Cal- that one. Yeah. Sammy Callahan and the Crist Brothers versus AR Fox, Joey Janela, and Brian Cage. Ugh, that'll be good. Crist Brothers. Yuck. <laughs> But at least they they put in effort. I will say that they put in effort and they're fun to watch. So those guys will just all destroy each other on ladders and shit. Probably. Fuck those guys. Uh, also has ACH versus Trevor Lee for the AAW Championship. Remember big beefy boys for you, Kelly. Remember when Dave Christ defended someone for giving someone AIDS knowingly? Oh God! On, I don't remember that. I think it was on PCW. <laughs> oh God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wasn't my PCW. <laughs> <laughs> Not my president. Uh, 4 p.m. maybe CZW if we feel like it. Probably not. Unless they, <laughs> unless they announce something insane, I don't see it. Because this card is kind of an afterthought to them, it feels like. Uh, if not, potentially. If Married would want to go, uh, Shimmer's right around that time. Uh, 8 p.m., if we feel like it's style battle, tickets are only 10 bucks, so we can easily just show up halfway through. <laughs> just kill time before Kaiju. 10 bucks? That's not bad, because some of these shows, the fucking yeah. Lucha show was goddamn $34. Yeah. Fuck, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, style battle, because they're up against NXT and Ring of Honor. They're uh, going to show up, so they're like, 10 bucks, sit wherever you want. That's cool. Yeah, no, so it's like, and it's a fun enough card. Um, it's a tournament. Uh, I don't know how much effort they're going to put in, but who knows? Nick Gage versus Keith Lee should be fun. So who knows? If we got time, we might go because, again, 10 bucks. Nick Gage versus Keith Lee sounds like a hate crime waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then 11.55 p.m., Kaiju Big Battle. Uh, the only match announced so far is Unicorn Party taking on number 13. Number 13, did we see number 13 last year? I remember Unicorn Party. I think number 13 is one of uh, Dr. Cube's goons. Ah, Dr. Space Cube. <laughs> oh, no, Dr. Space Cube is uh, Vaults of X-Dot's character. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Cube guy, he cloned himself about yes, a million times. Yes, that was great. We ended up with the, the Dr. Cube Battle Royal at the end. Yeah. What was the, the the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life? What was the hamburger, bear burger or something like that? Yeah, because he had bear arms. There was the bear burger. There was the 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 the, the monkey guy who crafted the best Hell bit monkey. of comedy I've ever seen with the pizza gimmick. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. I completely forgot about that. That oh, was no. I was talking to Mary and I was like. She she was like, you know, I don't I don't want to miss out on any of this stuff because the one show I skip is going to be the show that you guys don't stop talking about. It's going to be the meme for the next fucking year, like Kaiju <laughs> Big Battle, and because all I heard after WrestleMania last year was Onita Spurt. <laughs> like, I want to be part of the fucking joke this year, you jerks. See, I think I'm I think you're going to surprise you. 
I think she's gonna fucking hang all weekend long. Oh yeah, no, I think she will. I'm gonna make sure to play this back for you too, and let you know that I got her fucking back. <laughs> I'm not looking down on her whatsoever. I'm just looking out for her well-being. And hey, we have all of Sunday open, except for when WrestleMania is on. But fuck, we don't really need to pay attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we got, you know, we got, you know, good chunk Thursday, Friday is fucked, uh, but good chunk Friday. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be able to see. We'll see plenty. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty excited about the chance to see the city. I want to go see Maria Laveau's tomb and shit. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, a mark for that kind of shit too. Cool. Fun. But yeah, all right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do a football thing, uh, and move on about our business. Man, thanks for the fucking hyping us up, Kelly. I'm I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, oh, goddamn yeah. it. No, I'm hyped. It'll be fun. All right, enjoy this. Be back in a minute. Love you. Bye. Break.
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals. From your favorite podcast so check it out rip.panelsonpages.com 24 hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast good times yep got myself some local artisan cheese snacking on Ooh. by the way i'm living through you guys next week Oh, Tito's here. <laughs> I'm living vicariously through your guys' WrestleMania experience. You're going to be at Walt Disney World. Oh. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we'll be knee deep in, in mouth character. shit. <laughs> Just clothesline everybody you see. There you go. <laughs> Get ne- in the spirit. Next year, Tito, it's in your neck of the woods. Don't schedule any Disney trips. Uh, talking about it on Twitter. I'm trying to get Kenny in in for next year. Sweet. Love that boy. That's great. He'd be he'd be a he'd be a damn good addition. He would be. I mean, it's not to say that he he wasn't always welcome. <laughs> Solid dude that Kenny. Solid dude. Hey, can you uh can you guys see me? Yes. Uh, Okay, that's going to come in handy in a few minutes. Oh, I can't see Oh, you're you. going to show us your dick? <laughs> hey, listen, if that wins the matchup, yes. Yes, I will show you my dick. Yeah. I'm willing to do anything to win. Going to see some Tato Dong? You guys can see him? I can. Well, I have my settings configured to specifically not. So it's just me. Maybe. Might be. Oh, because I have visual aids. Oh. Well, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Sweet I, would, I would verbally explain it, but if you guys, for for uh, the football impaired, the visual might come in handy. How? All right, fuck it. I'll bite. How, 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 do, how would I change that? In your settings, a little gearbox of yeah. the upper right. Yeah. Click it and hit bandwidth. And there's a thing that incoming video. Mine is at the audio only. Ah. So I'm not set to the SD. So nice. There he is. There's my boy. <laughs> Fresh faced young baby boy. If you're quiet enough, you might hear my neighbors arguing. Ooh. Oh shit. <laughs> As I hear her scream, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" Oh, oh no. no! Are you making the best use of your phone time right now, Tito? You may want to call the authorities. 
right now. Let's get the police on Hangouts. <laughs> the police will be the, the tiebreaker. Quiet now, because she's dead. <laughs> God damn. God damn. What up, Jose? Tito, Tito. Juan in the chat Yo. says, Tito's Hispanic. That dong is huge. <laughs> that, I don't think that's a Hispanic thing. Yeah. Is it a Hispanic? <laughs> like, I know you have a fucking rhinoceros penis, Jose. And I know Tito does. But I don't think that's because you're Hispanic. I don't think it doesn't hurt. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just blessed. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're one shade away from black. All right, well, I guess I guess Juan's going to have to whip it out so we can fucking confirm. confirm. Whip it out and stick it in the toilet. <laughs> mm, no one wants to do that. No one wants that. <laughs> All right, without any further ado, get down some, some, some brass tacks, as it were. Right, we are still in round one. Really milking this. Because, man, I tell you what, every week, some some of our highest views we're getting because of this goddamn tournament. Thank you, it's Zero. Goofy. It's fun, man. It is. I was thinking the other day, like, maybe we should have a separate show just for fantasy sports. <laughs> Making that Patreon gimmick. Uh, there we go. There we go. Just saying. So, round one. This week we got uh, Sharks, Apple of Dad's Eye. Ooh. That's the team of Cable, X-Man, and Rachel Gray. Very clever. Uh, clever. Rachel Gray? She cooked. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck's a cook gonna do? She's got some of that EVOO makes the field all slippery. He's trying trying for that water boy gimmick. And that's taking on uh, Tito's the secret frightful threesome of Taskmaster, uh, Venom, and Flash Thompson Venom, and Sandman, who have already got one win under their belts uh, from the preseason game. Yes. The the qualifier. Yeah, the qualifier. Who did you beat, Tito? You beat Vetter, didn't you? Vetter. Yes. And Vetter was not happy. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was not happy. <laughs> complaining about it in chat. <laughs> These guys taking this taking shit. on uh, the, our, our, our DC side of things. We got uh, Jose's Dos Asterix, um, Cyborg, Killer Croc, and Green Arrow. And taking on Vetter's uh, DC TDs of Savitar, Martian Manhunter, and Supergirl. That. That team ain't no bullshit. That's <laughs> a solid team. Savitar. It's fucking DC, so they got like 11,000 fucking speedsters. And Savitar <laughs> is like the god of speed. He looks yeah. like a... Well, I think I might have found his one weakness, though. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm just, I'm just letting that out. A little hint. All right, so... I like it. Why not? Pulling to be. All right. So, uh, for starters, uh, who's, we're going to do Tito's match first. So, that means uh, we're going to look at Tito and Sharks. We got, she wrote in an email. God damn, he wrote in an email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you know what? He didn't need to, but I'll, I'll take a long email over three goddamn voicemails any day. So, it's okay. Sorry. Love, love you, right. Travis. Okay. 
Shark writes in, says, hey, pop crew. After almost losing the DC round, I will learn from my mistakes. Cable cyber abilities, X-Men telekinetic, gray psychic powers make them different enough to be on the same team. Cable and X-Men do have feedback buzzing in their brains and they're close, but in the comics, they were still able to use their full power sets. You couldn't, you didn't have to tell me that. I never would have fucking known that. You just, you just disclosed, a uh, you just disclosed a weakness. I never would have known that. Anyway, he said, let's look at offense. Cable would be the team's quarterback. He's got the cybernetic arm, which would make him a force as a QB. Cybernetic eye for tracking of defense and offensive players. And has a slight precog ability, uh, moments to minutes from being linked to Rachel, which means he would be able to avoid costly sacks or interceptions. X-Man would be my wide receiver. He can make multiple fake versions of himself, which would cause the defense to easily be confused. There's only one real him, so it's not too many players on the field. They're holograms. There's no tangible person. He can change water molecules in the air to mimic shapes. He's got telekinetic abilities and can use that to pull off, pull in an off-target pass. I appreciate the uh, qualifier. Like, look, motherfuckers, this is not breaking the rules, and this is why. <laughs> like, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, lastly, Rachel Gray is a heavy hitter on the team. She's the strongest psychic. She can cloak herself to run with the ball. She can link the team together so they're always on the same play, like that. While she's running and cloaking, X-Men can use the telekinetic abilities to block her way. Rachel's precog ability will allow her to inform her teammates about plays before they happen or warn up sneaks, play action, or other trickery. On defense, Cable would be the strong safety due to his speed, hitting power, and cyber eye tracking, all that shit. Uh, X-Men's linebacker, stopping ring attacks, and uh, Rachel would have the wide receiver covered. They work well as a team because they're siblings and they've had to work together before. Uh, they're battle-tested and know on the field that they must work together. On the other side, Taskmaster is a formidable foe. He's a genius, tactician, athlete, and has super mimicry. But he can only mimic what a typical person can do, no powers. He can't mimic cable cyberdeck abilities, X-Men, Telekin, blah, 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 blah. If he learns to juke like Barry Sanders or throw like Peyton Manning, it's only to a human ability. He's able to only keep so many things in his brain at a time. When he learns new things, something drops out. I'll give that he can learn football schemes. His power means he would be he would be them wait beats them in hand to hand. But the powers may my team. Oh, fuck, this is a terrible sentence. His powers mean he would beat them hand to hand, but the powers my team have would negate his abilities. Uh, Venom Thompson has the same weaknesses as Venom, plus PTSD and alcoholism. <laughs> oh God. He is weakened by sound and heat. X-Men will be able to cause the molecules around Venom to vibrate and heat up, allowing the symbiote da- slowing the symbiote down. Venom's strength and powers will be negated by the heat around his body. The mental blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, let's see, with a reading. Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, fine. Uh, Sandman is tough, but his only weakness would be heat and water and mental stableness. Uh, the air around Sandman can be vibrated enough to turn him into solid glass. All right. It doesn't hurt him to death, but would slow him down. <laughs> Good qualifier. His power may allow him to use the whole field and pop up anywhere to catch the ball or tackle. Rachel's precog ability, X-Men telekinetic abilities, would help battle this position. Uh, oh, here we go. Rachel also has a power called dilate power, which she can cause the cervix to expand to accommodate the birth of a human child. No, that's not that at all. Sorry, wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> dilate power. I was really wondering where that was going. <laughs> the, going to put field. the football in there and run, and they'll never know where it is. Just shoot ping pong balls at him. Uh, the dilate power where she can cause the user to have less control over their powers. He can cause Venom and Sandman to lose control of their powers, making them unstable on the field. 
Sandman will have a touch time catching the ball if he can't keep his hand stable, and Flash needs Venom so he can run. Rachel would cause Flash to have a PTSD attack as well. Uh, I should be in the chat to help defend myself as needed. Thanks, comma, Matt, sent from my iPad. Yeah, Matt in the chat says that you breezed over the fact that if uh, they're able to take out Venom, Flash can't run because he has no legs. Solid. That is it. I, I did not mean to overstep that, but that is 100% true. Yes, 100% true. Are you done? Oh, what well, you got, Judo? Okay, can I win now? Right, <laughs> we got. Let's see that dick. <laughs> he, he brushed over the glaring weakness that you pointed out, which is kudos to Matt for bringing it up because he just brings it up and then kind of brushes it to the side. But Nate Gray and Cable being almost identical in, in genealogy creates a huge weakness. Uh, to be specific here, as I read, his biosignature and size signature are so identical to Cable that his minds are interconnected, causing them a great part, great uh, pain and spontaneous exchange of memories when they're in close proximity to each other. Well, that's a problem. Oh. That negates the both of them. That's a problem. Because you're going to have two guys on the field not knowing, am I running his play? Am I running my play? Whose play it is? Oh, or are they going to be cowering? Who's am I thinking about? Is it mine or his? Yes. Or are they going to be cowering from the huge headaches that they both have? They're out. They're done. That leaves Rachel there. Which is protocol. But she can't cover everybody. She can't do everything on her own. Taskmaster, being my tactician, being my quarterback, has an open playbook knows everything and anything about football, has studied all the greats. He is the great. With Sandman and, and Venom, I have big versatility in that they can be they can transform themselves into big bruisers or they can transform themselves into slight speedsters. Being able to transport themselves quickly, there's no blocking them. They can go right underneath you, go right around you. You're not getting you're not blocking them. So that frees them up. So they can each be a running back. They can each be a wide receiver. They can each be a safety, a linebacker, a defensive tackle, whatever I need them to be. So that's hugely versatile. Secondly, going back to Taskmasters, and here's where my visual aid comes through. Um, Taskmasters playmaking ability. This is the play that will not only win the game, but will be the uh, play of plays, so to speak. The play of plays. Right. <laughs> you got Taskmaster at quarterback. Venom and Sandman lined out to his side with Venom being further wide out, slightly to the back. As, as uh, Taskmaster hikes the ball, Sandman forms a wall of sand. Taskmaster pushes it to Venom. Venom starts running reverse around Sandman, at which point the defense will be coming in to get a run play. Venom right here would drop the ball behind Sandman's wall, unbeknownst to anybody. I'm so into this. <laughs> Taskmask, and he'll continue running this way. Taskmask will then come this way, pick up the ball, stop for a second. Everybody's now going to Venom thinking he has the ball. And meanwhile, Sandman goes up here. You guys know what this play is called? What is this play called? The Annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> 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 Boom, I win, give me my trophy. <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right all right uh to catch up matt in the chat uh some of his comments were flash 
Thompson is basically Professor X without the mental abilities once you get rid of Venom. Uh, and then he also said that Cable and X-Man were able to use their powers to battle each other in Cable 30 and X-Man 14, and that Rachel Gray is able to keep them together. They all beat Sinister together. Lee says, I could beat Sinister. <laughs> well, not, to the team, um, to the team aspect of it, Taskmaster has been on teams with both of these guys uh, in the Fearsome Four and in the Secret Avengers. So he has um, experience with both both guys uh, being on the same team. So I give him something there. With the pre-block stuff, with, with Venom, he's he can be a bit psychotic, which I can use to my advantage, in that it's harder for her to penetrate and read his mind. It's See, but also if it's, uh, if it's... But if it's Flash Thompson Venom, that means he's already been sterilized on his home world. So he's actually pretty, pretty docile comparatively. And I have an issue with... Uh, I guess Rachel and Cable both have precognitive abilities. Isn't that against the rules, essentially? Yeah, you can't look at the other team's plays. I mean, they, that's cheating. I, I think I think that's different. Yeah, they're not actively going through and looking at their plays. Yeah, but if they're going to know the play they're going to run, how is that not actively looking at their plays? And well, they're not going into their dressing room and looking at them. And also, yeah, and like, it's kind a, of address the uh, the cheating aspect of that last week. So I don't know, but I feel like maybe for something like that, it's almost like um, it's a it's a possible. You know what I mean? So like, so you can't see all outcomes. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I do, I'm gonna let that one slide. But. I I do like Matt's argument of one of Venom's weaknesses is sound. So if you get the crowd into it. And yeah, but it's like Sonics. Yeah, but like, Sonic yeah, it's not right. just like crowd noise. For also, the... I don't necessarily think that it's heat either. I think it's specifically fire. For the sake of football or sports arguments, if you get the crowd into the game, if if you're the away team, sometimes the crowd can make the difference between a win or a loss. Because oh, okay, in, yeah. in, I mean, if some... they've all got like Vuvuzelas, maybe. <laughs> and let's not skate by the versatility of the team in terms of my team being able to be a bruiser and being not necessarily speedster but you're wide out i can put anybody anywhere so you're not going to know who's covering you who has you ducking all the way across the field and one thing and one thing about about having people with mental abilities on your team you're playing football you're playing a very very physical sport one hit and there goes your use of your mental abilities. And I, I feel like the, is going to be the only one pretty much out there because the other two are going to be co- coddling each other because they're crying. And <laughs> I feel like you, you can say that Rachel can help with the feedback business, right? But I feel like that would put such a strain on her to counteract the... Then you're still a person. You're still yeah. down. In, instead of concentrating... Instead of concentrating on the game, they're all concentrating on not hearing this feedback. Trying to keep so, their shit together. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Tito's point about his team being more versatile is a good one because he's got a more varied team with a more varied set of powers. With you know three summer siblings, you're you're looking at a very similar power set, and one is not heavy lifting in in one aspect of the game compared to the other 
and they might like those three together might end up kind of being more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, no, I. If Rachel was a bit stronger, I think she could hold them all together, but I haven't seen enough that would illustrate that to me. And Matt in the chat says, if they play on a field that's not actually dirt, Sandman can't do anything. And then that's not true, because we, we we crossed this argument in the prelims, where he's still Sandman. Right. You know, he doesn't he necessarily sand, he's on need... Glass, on dirt, on turf. Yeah, he doesn't water. necessarily need dirt, but if he, he's on a dirt and grass field, it will benefit him. Hmm. <laughs> I, I'm going Tito. Yeah, I'm going Tito. I still say it, that to. Taskmaster is the ace in the hole. Don't forget, what the fuck with? I think well, I, I, Tito's preliminary argument was better than his first round argument, but his his first his preliminary argument might be able to get him past this first round because I, I'm I'm still remembering how strong that team was. It's a good team. And like like I, I am worried about coming up against Taskmaster at some point in the future. I, I'm interested in Jose's opinion. If Okay, so he's he's saying that Rachel Ray can hold <laughs> their team together. But that just seems like a lot of focus and just detraction from what's happening on the field. Right. So they're not like, have you ever tried to type an email and listen to a podcast at the same time? <laughs> like, have you tried to buy wrestling hard. tickets and do a podcast at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> so I I feel that she's either not to be focused and like she needs to be on offense or she her guy is always going to slip by her on defense and then the fact that if she can't hold them together now it, it, it seems like he's always down a player no matter what she's either holding them together and she's out or she can't hold them together now he loses two people and anytime Somebody's not guarding somebody, that's a touchdown. And anytime your head's not in it offensively, that could lead to turnovers. So I think for that fact, unless there's a definitive focus 100% on the game and keep them together, you kind of got to give it a Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, Juan is voting for Matt. Uh, we got a couple other people in the chat. I, I want to. I'm I'm really on the fence because the other thing with Rachel is she always pulls her punches. She never uses her ability to its full extent. And one thing you can't do when you play football is go half ass. I like anybody. The, who, I, I like anybody the, who does so is liable to get hurt. I like the creativity of Shark's team, the the fact that they're all summer siblings and they're essentially all clones of each other or whatever. But I I feel like in in the prelims and this first round that we working we've been working with being a psychic 
doesn't really benefit you in football, especially with the rules here. Yeah. Like, it's it's not a skill set that benefits you in this game. Maybe... I don't know what sport it would benefit you more at, but those types of characters aren't really doing it for me as far as football players go. I think any sport that might not be completely physical. And there's might there's be so much going on that, like, yeah, I can read minds, but also, like, I can't be busy reading the other guy's minds and also trying to listen to my teammates and make a fucking split-second decision. Like, it's just it's, it's well, a lot to put on a person. And also, and it's very if, you go, if you want to go to the, um, the weakness of, of Venom, that the crowd's so loud that it could affect Venom, couldn't that loud crowd... It's at the same time just very well affect Rachel Ray. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. But in my scenario, the they uh, the 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 Grays, the Summers team, got the crowd behind them, which is affecting the opposite team. Well, yeah, but a loud crowd's a loud crowd. If she needs to concentrate to hold these two guys together, it doesn't matter that they're cheering for the other team. It's still fucking loud. The home team does not not hear the crowd just because they're cheering for them. Shark does mention that we that we do did kind of gloss over the the well I talked about her cloaking that she can cloak, but like my thing is like is she going to be able to cloak? She's gonna have to do everything. She's gonna have to quarterback, throw the ball, catch the ball. (laughs) Is she gonna be able to cloak precog and keep her brothers from pissing their pants all at the same time? And don't men- you, not to you, mention the fact that she's a woman, right, Jose? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a lingerie league. <laughs> but here's the other: her go, her cloaking. She can't cloak the ball. So even if she's cloaked and she has the ball, you still know where the fuck she's at. You just clobber the ball. I believe back in my day, I can't even. Oh. <laughs> fucking Venom could like make a little mock ball in his hands and fucking distract as well. Which ball are you chasing? I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think that there's there's too much hints on each other to keep each other going too much to be able to play a high paced, fast, full contact. Yeah. It's a good point. Instead of having to use each other to uh, cover up their weaknesses, the team should be greater than the sum of its parts. Right. Right. They should complement each other. Yeah. The focus of that team is 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 covering each other's weaknesses. Right. And you're doing all that. You're not playing the game. Well, it looks like Juan's the only one voting for Matt. So I think uh, Tito runs away with this one. And solid, solid did the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, you got to give it to him. Visual aids on our audio podcast. I did take a <laughs> screenshot of it, so. <laughs> I'll, I'll post it in the, uh, in the Facebook page. Nice. Yeah, Tito holding up the fucking plate needs to be the, the fucking still frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. It's fucking genius. I love it. But uh good good uh good team, Matt Shark. Damn good, damn good, damn good. And really like this is all imaginary, so 
<laughs> no one should feel down about it. Yeah, there are zero stakes. <laughs> <laughs> but Tito is going to have to come harder uh, round two, I feel. Like, a lot of my opinion of his team being better this round bled over from what I remember the matchup being last, the, the prelim round. This is a strong team. All right, you want to hang out for the next round, uh, next game, Tito? Sure, sure. All right, all right, all right. Okay. I love right. talking football, even if it's imaginary. All right. Now, now whip your dick. <laughs> now we got Jose Dos Asterix versus Veterans DC's TDs. All right, and so Better did right in. Um, the most lopsided victory in pop actual fantasy football, he says. <laughs> that he's, he's claiming he's about to have it? Yes. He's about to have the most lopsided victory. And well, yeah, fantasy football for me. So says, <laughs> after the prelims crushing defeat due to fail strategizing, it's time to send out the varsity team, a well-oiled, thought-out, and powerhouse team. Let's not waste time and go straight to the MVP himself, Martian Manhunter. Bold choice as MVP. Okay. Even though I can't use his mental abilities, I'm not stuck with a paraplegic on the field this time. I still have the man <laughs> Superman said he was afraid to get into a fight with. A super genius with unmeasurable strength, insane speed, and a host of other tricks. John Jones can virtually win this game himself. His ability to phase will make him nearly impossible to tackle. He's a multi-threat to the QB position. He's going to be able to run it, throw it, and even throw it to himself if he so desires. His intellect... No, 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 no. Wait, no you wait. cannot throw it to yourself. Objection. Let, Objection. Let, You'll let, have your chance. Yeah, let him finish. You'll have your chance. His intellect allows him to break down any defense and make the right play. At running blocker is Supergirl, faster than a spinning bullet and more powerful than locomotive. Once she gets the ball, she is gone. By land or air, it doesn't matter. Her strength will allow her to lay back and block anyone trying to rush the QB. And once she's done putting some porcel on their back, she's breaking out for a dump pass. Uh, lining up outside is Savitar, the god of speed. And in football, speed kills. A speedster that can use the speed force, but unlike others, is in an armored suit. So in the unlikely event that somebody is able to lay a hand on him, he's prepared and protected. He also has the ability to lend speed to objects, thus making the pigskin pig travel at a speed only he can see. This will be the fastest offense to ever be put on the field and will rack up TDs at a record pace. Too fast, too strong, too good. On defense, it's more of the same. Speed and power lining up against Cyborg, Killer Croc, and the Green Arrow. Nothing to fear here. Cyborg is a genius, strong and speedy, but nothing that can't be matched, bested by Johns. Uh, Jones. Uh, Killer Croc can so. match with Supergirl. He's strong and bulletproof and dumb. Uh, Supergirl will overpower him and will have him frustrated to the point he loses his mind and tries to bite somebody. Pretty sure that's a flag and an ejection. And then there's Oliver. Poor Oliver. Unless I'm mistaken, he's an archer with a bag of arrows. And I'm sure if Green Lantern is allowed to make a giant baseball mitt to catch a football because <laughs> it's a different sport, then how the hell does Green Arrow get to use archery equipment? A different sport in football? <laughs> Without his bow and tricks? That's a human dude waiting to get dropped. And I don't know the rules on that. You guys can decide. In the event that he can use his equipment of tricks, Savitar is grabbing those arrows a millisecond they release and then tying Green's cleat laces together just for the fun of it. And I'm not sure how many of his arrows... He, I'm not sure how his arrows help him catch a run of football unless he's the QB, which would be hard to throw a ball with all the equipment on. Uh, if you had factors to take into consideration, uh, Manhunter will be morphing all day on defense. They won't know who to throw to when they see three of every player. 
they can hope. Ooh, that's actually pretty good. That's a good point. They can only hope they have. They can only hope they have their guy not handing the ball directly to Double M. He doesn't need to be physically there, so no rules are broken. Just create the appearance of players. Supergirl's breathing can create wind and ice, and Sabotage's speed can kick up a giant dust cloud to make it difficult for any of them to see and move. In the event that someone tries to play with fire, Supes is there to put it out. If Oliver pulled a kryptonite arrow, John's sending that thing to space in a heartbeat. And if Cyborg tries to match speed with anyone, Sabotage is there with a speed force to drain it. Uh, this will be a blink and you miss it game. The unmatched speed and power of DC's TDs will be putting on a clinic, and the only way to see this game is in slow motion replays. <laughs> rock solid rock solid better rock solid is it <laughs> is it? i mean well last time i checked I'm just saying, one, last time i checked savitar's dead so how's he playing well for the for the sake of this game oh uh-huh i see i didn't know we were bringing dead people back to life so okay, we'll have that. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to set an exact time period of when this league exists. Otherwise, so it's it's whatever it character you want right now. Yeah, but then, but Savitar also exists like you know across time. As yeah, well. and we've got the Juggernaut and Colossus as the Juggernaut, both in the same yeah, league. I'll allow, so. it. I'll allow it. You got to let that shit go. All right. Well, he's obsessed with one uh, Mr. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Max Mercury. So guess who I'm buying a ticket to the front row. So try, <laughs> try staying focused when the guy you want to kill more than anything else is sitting there wearing your T-shirt. Who's obsessed <laughs> with Max Mercury? Savitar. Okay. Uh. All right. Okay. Now, number one, your MVP, the real MVP, is the motherfucking Bo Jackson of the DC Universe, Mr. Cyborg. <laughs> you want to talk about MVPs? This is the only motherfucker in the DC Universe who may have had a football career that was fine doing that and not even being a superhero. He's a superhero by someone else's choice, not by his own. He would have been Bo Jackson. So, you pick a guy whose fucking weakness is fire. Do you not watch the entrances to every football game when the teams <laughs> come running out and they're shooting fire into the air? So he's already shook from the moment you intro the players. And that's whose weakness is fire? Savitar? Or no, Martian, Martian Manhunter. Manhunter okay. His MVP. So if you lose your MVP right off the bat. How good is your team now? And it all stems from the fact that he what, saw a vision and like knows he's going to die in fire. That and he watched the fiery demise of his entire people. <laughs> that too. So your MVP shook from the start. Now, every time Cyborg lines up, and shoots a little burst of flame in the air, like one of them fucking like a funny car racers. Whoosh, whoosh. Done. Martian Manhunter is taken out of the game. You can have Wonder Woman blow all you want, but you can't affect my player pre-snap 
that's a penalty. Oh, oh so okay. If I line up and I just shoot fire in the air, I had this. I had this at a slam fucking dunk for Vetter. No, he, he already started off that Martian, Martian Manhunters is MVP. This fucking guy. His okay. MVP is taken out from the beginning. His MVP is gone. Now, all Green Arrow has to do is just throw the ball. He doesn't need all that other shit. He's good at fucking getting the ball where it needs to be. Now, since I have the Bo Jackson of the league, he will be my running back, who is probably unstoppable. Because he can calculate how you're coming at him and be able to plan a course that makes him untackable. But he's still got two on three because Martian Manhunter is balled up in the fetal position crush. <laughs> who is his MVP? So again... If you take the MVP out of a three-man team, how good is your team really? All right. Okay. And then uh, uh, Green Arrow, like, he doesn't have to use a kryptonite arrow. But if he has a kryptonite on him, Supergirl can only get so close to him. Oh. He doesn't have to use it. He can just have it on him. Now, yeah. now, yeah. when uh, they're allowed to come on the field with stuff that they would normally have on them, right? Now, Green Arrow usually has a quiver full of uh, different arrows, all kinds of bullshit. Can yeah. can can we agree that he would be able to have a kryptonite arrow? Sure, okay. for sure. Okay, yeah. If he I doesn't mean, he's, shoot he's her with it, yes, it's there. Who said Batman? Why why can't Batman loan him one? <laughs> no, Batman's got one. No, I'm just saying if it if a kryptonite arrow isn't something he would normally have on him, can we? I feel like you know he's going into a fight with a super person. He's bringing a kryptonite. Okay, arrow. okay. Yeah, why why wouldn't he? I think whatever if if he was able to prep for whatever he was walking into, he would be prepared for what he's walking into and, and yes i can't shoot her with the green arrow but that doesn't with the kryptonite arrow but that doesn't mean he can't have it and then game depending on who your opponent is so having that kryptonite arrow there would be make sense but uh, one in the chat makes a good point a quiver of arrows that at the super speed uh can be taken away from him you're not doing a whole lot to address the avatar of it all like that's that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, but what? He's just fast. What is he going to do? He's fast, and he has an armored suit. Okay. Well, I still don't get what. But what is he going to do? Let me guess. The idea what is intercept your passes and who's Vetter's quarterback? Did he say Marshall Manhunter? Marshall Manhunter is the quarterback. Oh, so how's your offense going if your quarterback can't even get to the line of scrimmage? <laughs> How you don't have a quarterback? I I I don't know if there's any more I need I don't think Savitar factors in when you don't have a quarterback. You're still down three to one or three to two. 
This is harder than I thought it was going to be. And again, like I said, and like he said, Martian Manhunter is the MVP. You take your MVP quarterback out. You take Tom Brady off the fucking Patriots. Are they winning the Super Bowl? Are they even going to the playoffs? Well, Vetter did say that with her super breath, Supergirl would put out any fires. Which is offsides. You can't touch. You can't. Not necessarily, but she's going to be pretty busy putting out fires. Well, yeah, but the damage is done. Like, is she just going to sit there and blow the whole game? (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Huh. I I feel like Jose's counting a lot on the fact that Martian Manhunter is in the fetal position because he's afraid of fire. Which, well, not for nothing, like, he flips out like a bitch every time someone lights a match. But I, I also feel that Matt's whole team depends on Martian Man. Better. So, better. Better, sorry. Mm. So if the guy he's leaning on to win the game isn't playing. What about Killer Croc, though? You haven't said much about Croc. Croc's just a nasty fucking wide receiver who go gets it with fucking alligator, crocodile, whips and fucking jukes and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the famed crocodile juke. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for nothing, though, Jose. Crocs aren't uh, known for their reach. So. Not the reach. Oh, fuck, you're fast, though. Accuracy, bastards. I'm, with the accuracy, he's hitting all chest. All wide receivers getting hit in the chest. Wouldn't he be kind of a liability the same way that King Shark was? What are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do to him? He could rack up penalties. Yeah, but why? why, my, My team goes in easy breezy. It's three against two. Not if Croc keeps getting penalties and shit like that. He's going to go in 2 yeah, real quick. Yeah, but he's, he's also why a, a is he cra- getting penalties? Because that's, that's what he's a crazy criminal crocodile man. <laughs> Not yeah, exactly like a picture of stability. So he's going to take this serious. So everyone's just he's just going to flip out because he's a villain. I'm not saying that. I just feel like you kind of left him out of your strategy. Because Martian Manhunter is down. His MVP is out of the picture. All right. All right. All right. All right. We got to call it. We got to call it. It's getting late. Um, go, Kelly. <laughs> uh, um, Shit. Run down the teams one more time for me. Alright. We got uh, the Dose Asterix. And that Cyborg, Killer Croc, and Green Arrow. DCTD, Sabadar, Martian Manhunter, and Supergirl. Minus Martian Manhunter. I gotta go to the second team. Yeah, I gotta give it to Vetter too, I think. They got two players! <laughs> <laughs> Things win a lot for granted. I, a lot for granted. Yeah. But the two players are Supergirl and Savitar. And what are they going to do? Just be fast? That's pretty fucking effective. Be fast and Is Supergirl. That, with no quarterback. 
Supergirl can throw a goddamn ball, son. So now it's her throwing one person who's double teamed. Like I don't, I still don't get it. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm not judging this one. All right, oh a team God. loses the MVP and still wins. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, we got nine. I got Bone fucking Jackson on my team. Uh, I, I my MVP's in the game. His MVP's not. Jose, you keep saying that name like you think I should know what that means, <laughs> or that ah. Lee should know what it means. I think taking he was great on American Idol. Take <laughs> no, that was Randy Johnson. <laughs> taking for granted that Martian Manhunter is a non-factor is a bad strategy. You should have a strategy to take on the whole team no matter what. Counting on the fact that it's three against two is... It's not counting, but who's stopping Cyborg? Vetter's strategy was more fleshed out. He had an answer for every member of the team and an answer for every member of his team's weakness. Oh, Supergirl blowing. (laughs) (laughs) While she's trying to play quarterback. Uh, No, I thought Martian Manhunter was the quarterback. Not if he's not fucking playing. (laughs) Once it be nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with better, too. All right. Tito? Even though though I'm sure that it's going to come back to bite me in a later round and Jose's going to hold it against me. (laughs) Um, losing Martian Manhunter to me is a, is, is a big thing. Well, um, apparently not. Like that, that's, and, and like you said, Lee, a little flick of a match. He's a crying little baby. Um, so taking out the guy you're depending on to do so much is a big deal. Um, yeah, I didn't hear Vetter's, um, backstory on what his team's going to do when Martian Manhunter's not playing. His whole game plan consists of Martian Manhunter playing. So if that he's not sense. playing, his whole game plan is out the fucking door. It doesn't right. matter. Coming oh, out his whole game plan game. doesn't matter. Coming out the gate and saying Martian Manhunter is your MVP and then having the glowing weakness he has, I think there's a weak strategy on Butter's part. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go, Jose. All right, all right, all right. Apparently losing the best guy on your team isn't enough. Everyone can still win. <laughs> Uh, Juan votes better, Shark votes better, uh, Juggalo John votes Jose. So I think that's five better to Jose. All right, that's not not a that's not a blow. You got some in there, Jose. But this one goes. This one goes. uh, I think the 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 combination again. Even if, even if, I still don't get how Supergirl. And a fucking fast guy in a metal suit who's dead wins. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. You know what? Now you get to just watch and hope that he gets taken out in the next round. Well, uh, he shouldn't. He should win the whole thing. <laughs> How how's that team gonna be stopped by anybody? It's if you can't bullshit. win, if you can't lose with your best player not playing, then when do you lose? That's a very good question. That's some deep shit. Yeah. So if you guys vote him to lose next week, I call all your votes bullshit. 
seriously, who is Bo Jackson? I don't, I don't know. Fucked. One of the most unstoppable running backs to ever play the game, and who he... also plays baseball at the same time, and is a undeniably freak of an athlete. Goddamn. Michael Jordan. No, he's a, he's an all around freak of an athlete. The guy can do anything he puts his mind yeah. to. The man can hit a fucking bullseye with a bow and arrow with his feet. And that's, that's not even an exaggeration. Yeah, that's for real. <laughs> what the fuck? That's he not can shoot. Arrow. The guy makes his own arrows. Yeah. He can shoot a bow and arrow with his feet and hit a bullseye. Oh, that's amazing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and Cyborg has a fucking metal suit, too. So doesn't that automatically make him a winner? All right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I just don't get how a fucking team that doesn't have an MVP loses to the only guy who's actually played football. All right, okay. I'm look, I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> it was the, the arguments. It makes no sense. It really doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. <laughs> this whole fucking exercise is retarded. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we want to talk any news? There's there's nothing really of note in there. We just want to do some comics and get out of here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to peace out of here, guys. All right, man. Tito. Hey, check it out. Congrats on the oh. win. Love you guys. You see, love you too, talk Tito. Talk to you later. You see, Jose, we can only let one of you Puerto Ricans win per night. So, That's true. It, it makes no sense. The guy's got fucking Supergirl <laughs> and Savitar. That team wins. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they're too fast, people. Oh, they're too fast. That's all they do is run. Yeah, that's what you do in football. Oh, yeah. All right. You were telling me about a running back. That's what a running back does. Garbage. Yeah, the cotton boys get the fuck out of here. There's not a whole lot of meat in any of these stories, really. The problem with comic books is that it comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Man, not a... One picked the news story about one of the biggest things I saw last week. The fucking they announced that uh, in July, IDW is launching this Unicron biweekly miniseries, and at the end of it, that's the end of the current iteration of Transformers IDW. Wait, what? And that breaks my goddamn heart. Oh man! Yeah, all I the stories. That. Yeah, they're all building towards their end uh, in September. So. And Savitar is obsessed with the guy in the front row. He's sitting <laughs> in too. What the fuck? So Supergirl wins on her own. She's throwing to herself. Fuck that. I mean, Supergirl's pretty great. I don't want to hear that bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, that bummed me out real hard. But I can only hope that they put something equally great in its place. We can dream. Because, boy, that's good shit. Alright, so yeah. On to it. Uh, you know what was fucking satisfying? Super Sons 14. Yeah, it was. Like, I like that book. I, I'm a big Robin Mark. I like Damien a lot. And see, the, the teaming him up with uh, fucking White Bread uh, Superboy is a pretty good combination. There's, everything about it was fun. I like the, the art. I thought it was really cool. They had put really good artists on this book from the beginning. Uh, it's Carlo Barberi on this one. It's damn, damn good. So just, you know, Talia al Ghul is trying to kill Lois Lane. And, of course, the boys can't have that. Obviously. Obviously. It was fun. It was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Um, pretty good. Uh, they, as a...
prologue to the big shattered grid thing that's starting out. Uh, Go Go Power Rangers number eight came out, and boy, it was good too. And I am probably more excited for this fucking shattered grid thing than I have been for a lot of comics in a long time. Like, yeah, it's it's stupid that it's shaping up to be this interesting and this good. Like, it's dumb. Like the the fucking. Revealed the end with like the crazy evil pink ranger who has a bow that's made of two of the swords of darkness together. Like that's what her fucking bow is. And Finster appears to be wearing the discarded remains of Alpha Five. That's genius. That was amazing. <laughs> that's so fucking great. Like it's rare that I buy variant covers, but I might buy more than one copy of this book tomorrow. It's I mean, rock I mean the all the artwork on the covers is amazing. They're yeah. all great. Especially with them doing the blind bag variants. Oh, like okay. that's fun. That's kind of fun. But uh, they they let the crowd at the what was it WonderCon last weekend that it was. Yeah, uh, the crowd at the Saturday panel all got to read uh, uh, tomorrow's issue before anybody else did. People were losing their shit about it, I guess. So we'll see if it lives up to the fucking hype. I think it might though. I think it might. Uh, Batman Ninja Turtles 2, number 5, was pretty cool. You got to see uh, two things that were kind of rad. You got to see Donatello hopped up on Venom, kicking a bunch of foot soldier ass. Oh. Yeah. Bane Donatello? Yeah, Donatello on Bane Venom. (laughs) It was pretty fucking cool. It was awesome. And then um, reeling from his injuries in the last issue, Splinter's on Death's Door. So they open a portal back to Gotham, and Damien takes Splinter and meets up night- with Nightwing and Robin. And they put him in the Lazarus pit, and he's like, "Hey, you know, just so you know." Uh, and like Leonardo went with him, and like so you know, he's gonna come out of this. And he's gonna be a fucking maniac. Like it's gonna be a real problem. And I think about Raphael. Raphael's like, "Nah, he's gonna be great. He's a great ninja." And the next time you see them, they're kind of coming back in, and Splinter's fine. Batman says something like, "Wow, this is amazing! I've never seen anybody recover from this quite so well." And there's like a like a one big panel flashback to Splinter, like out of his mind, and like Nightwing and Batwing, uh, Batgirl was hit fighting an army of like those man bat ninjas, just fucking everything up. Like they set the trap for the man bats just so they would like throw meat at Splinter, which is kind of awesome. Like. It's pretty great. Like everything about it is, is rock fucking solid. Um, really, really good. Um, and then the last thing I'll talk about real quick is Mighty Thor seven oh five. What a beautiful comic book in every sense of the word. Yeah. Like just, I mean, just like every page was breathtaking to look at. It was a perfect end to that story. Perfect end to that character's journey. And goddamn it. They made Mangog cool. Mangog sucks. But so damn intimidating and threatening and you know, they've been building the story as the death of the Mighty Thor for a long time. So you gotta guess how this one ends, but man, it was a fucking bummer. But like, what a way to go out. And every like everyone all the supporting characters reacted in a way that made sense. Like the way she finally beat Mangog was so fucking cool. Like just what a great, 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 great issue. Isn't Fantastic. there also a Mangog in Kingdom Come? That's Mugog. Mugog. <laughs> I just Google image. 
searched Mangog, and oh my god. Mangog looks fucking stupid. What a hot mess. <laughs> just looks dumb. But, like, like even, like, Donovan made him even look cool. Like, never mind the fact that, like, he's kind of cool doing neat shit, but, like, Donovan even drew him to look kind of awesome. Like, as this big, and like, rendered him just enough to be, like, a scary monster. Like, it's really, really great. Really, really great. Um, uh, and just the, the, that, that's, this is one of the books where you don't talk about coloring an awful lot, but the coloring and, uh, like the Thor books is just amazing. Like, it looks like, I mean, it's more than a lot of other times. Like, that's, it's part of the damn team. It's, uh, uh, Matt, oh, Matt Wilson, who does a lot of really good work. But just really playing with these crazy gradients, like crazy, like cosmic shits. Like it's just, it's really spectacular, spectacular. Like I just, man, I, I I do not want this team to not be doing this anymore. But it's really really great. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just took a really fucking stupid picture of Mangog in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. Probably drawn by everybody's favorite Jack Kirby. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack Kirby. That checks yep. out. Makes sense. Looks like hot trash. Yeah. But man, really, really good. Yeah, it's probably those Vince Coletta inks on that one. Yep. Uh, what you got, Kelly? Uh, I read through all four of the so far released volumes of a newer manga series called Golden Kamui. Gesundheit. And this, this is going <laughs> to be the next big thing. Like, it's fucking incredible. Uh, so, the story centers around a dude named Sugimoto, who is a veteran of the Russo-Japanese War from the early 1900s. And he discovers that there is this stash of hidden gold somewhere. And the only way to find it is if you take all these maps that are tattooed onto a bunch of different prisoners bodies and combine them oh and the way that they're tattooed on pretty much unless you get their cooperation you have to kill and skin them oh oh. and so as he's going about finding this he's helped along by this little girl who uh her name is asirpa and she is from and actually, the whole uh, series so far takes place in Hokkaido, which is the northern part of Japan, and was more of a... I guess the best way to describe it is they're more of, like, the Native Americans that were here, you know? Okay. In terms of their lifestyle and stuff. The the land is much more rugged, it's more wilderness, and there's a lot more animals and stuff. Okay, there. okay. So he's kind of helped along by this little girl who also is just, like, an expert hunter and shit. Um, and it's really fucking good. It's incredibly violent. Um, the Sugimoto is known as the immortal Sugimoto because he just couldn't be killed in the war. Like, he'd just get horrible, just horribly fucked up and would just keep coming back and wouldn't die in battles. Yeah, uh, and- immortal Sugimoto is going to be at Evolve, I think. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's just about these two going through and f- trying to find this gold. <laughs> because the gold is 
part of the people that initially hit it, or people, the people who it initially belonged to, uh, Asirpa's dad was one of them. He was kind of stalking it, and they were going. Hokkaido was kind of planning to, I guess, secede, and they were stockpiling all this gold. But then it was taken by some bad dudes who then tattooed where the it location is. on some other dudes. Yeah, and like twenty different guys. That seems like not a lot of forethought in that plan. <laughs> it's a really great series so far. The art's gorgeous. Every now and then it turns into like a cooking manga for like half a chapter. The fuck? Where it's just a Zerpa showing how they used to cook things back then. That's kind of funny. Yeah, and so like one of my favorite parts is she'll always just be trying to give uh, Sugimoto like quote unquote the best parts of the animal. So she's like, hey, you get, you know, you gotta just eat the brain whole. Just eat it. Oh. And he's he, he's trying his best to not be rude, so of course he eats it and just hates every second of it. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's a lot of like really kind of accurate depictions of people skinning animals and stuff like that. And it's very interesting and incredibly authentic to the time huh, like in okay. the back of each book they show their kind of research bibliography and it's a big ass list yeah wow. uh, golden kamui is the name of the series uh kamui is the word used by the people of hokkaido for certain gods and so this is the golden god it's a great series the anime starts up in uh April, actually. As far as I know, no one has picked it up yet for American distribution, but they'd be leaving a lot of money on the table if they don't, because I saw the trailer today and the animation looks gorgeous. Give them uh, yeah, it, five minutes. I'm sure they'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really fun series. Uh, really well written. Uh, check it out. Four volumes are out so far. Volume four just dropped last Wednesday. Right on. Hell yeah. And yeah, the, that's about it. That's the only thing that was really super noteworthy. Hell yeah. All right, what you got, Nice? Uh, I got, I, uh, catching up on some Marvel movies in prep for Infinity War. So watched Age of Ultron and Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Homecoming obviously is great. Uh, I think it was the first time I watched it since it came out. Uh, Michael Keaton is Goddamn amazing in that movie. So great. Age He's of Ultron. So Age of Ultron, I've always liked. People people give it a hard time. But uh I, I enjoy that one. It's got warts, but I, I do like it. Like I legit like it, and people do shit on it. And then two Netflix things, uh Game Over Man, which is a Netflix original. It's the dudes from Workaholics who are uh maids at a hotel that gets taken over by terrorists and they have to um thwart the terrorists oh shit that sounds amazing and uh it's actually it's it's pretty fun that sounds uh, fun it's got a lot of, of cool celebrity cameos in it uh shaggy's in it steve-o action bronson um donald Faison, because like the main story is this prince <laughs> like this uh uh middle eastern prince is this big like instagram star and he's having a party on the penthouse or the the rooftop bar of this hotel and so he's got a bunch of like c and d d list celebrities there hanging out and uh you get to see adam divine's dick at one point hey for, all right for, good for, for that guy for a good long period of time 
Nice. And uh, what is probably uh, a prosthetic version of Daniel Stern's dick. Never thought you'd see that after watching Home Alone as a kid, huh? (laughs) Maybe you didn't. And then uh, me and Mary, we... Over the course of two days, we watched the entire second season of Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, wow. That's right. Is, Shit. Too much good stuff. It's great. And it's light and it's fun. Even though there's a bunch of murder and blood in it, it's just, it's it's delightful. I, uh, that's how I found out that Timothy Oliphant is funny. And he's so funny. He's funny, man. Man, I forgot about that Totally shit. playing about- against type in that show, too. Yeah, because he usually plays, you know, Justified uh, or fucking Deadwood. He's the cool, calm, collected badass, and he's just a nervous Nelly in this this show. Yeah, that's a fun damn show. I got to ah fuck. When when am I gonna watch it, guys? Well, there it's only ten episodes, and they're half hour episodes, so it's it's an easy it's an easy watch, easy binge. Yeah, yeah, easy to digest. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing though, yeah, I, I don't like to be super shallow and I especially don't want to point things out about women's bodies, but Drew Barrymore, she's, she's not 20 years old anymore, obviously. And there's something about her neck that just bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a lot of wrinkles on her neck. It looks like a goddamn elephant's trunk. Hey, that's okay. And that's I all right. can't. I we all can't, have it. That's what makes it beautiful, man. Our I imperfection. I can't okay. not right. look at it. And I mentioned it to Mary, and then she couldn't not look at it either. <laughs> and that's the story of how Nia's ruined Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> Hot damn. Thought of recommendation. Okay, I think Jose, you still pouting. Yeah, I read a story where a team's best player never touched <laughs> the field, and a team of two. Had the dual row positions, and all of a sudden they win. It's a real Cinderella story, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Still makes no sense. It's like the miracle on ice. You know what? You you convinced me, Jose. I'm changing my vote. Shit, son. But you're still hey, in in now. I better still won. You still lost four to three. It still makes no sense. It makes no zero sense. None of this shit makes sense. All right, so join us back at this same uh, time, location, and channel in two weeks. We ain't going to be here next week. Not at all. No, because these sons of bitches are going to be on the road heading towards Nolans. Hey, we should plan to record a podcast during WrestleMania. <laughs> I think we should. We should definitely you know, we, we could do it during <laughs> WrestleMania itself. It's seven goddamn hours long. <laughs> Just set something to record and just have us do commentary over the whole thing. We yeah. can we can fucking launch the feed and uh, fucking put it on YouTube. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying we should, but you know, we can technically. No one says that we can't. No one's <laughs> gonna stop us. So yeah, whatever. Don't don't look. Don't count on that. If you're listening to this. Don't bank on that happening. <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen. See us all just at our worst fucking road hard after 24, literally 24 hours of wrestling over the <laughs> previous few days. Yeah, we'll be at our best, I'm sure. So. I will be, however, 
riding in style on a goat's new whip. Jesus. Oh, is he driving that down? Motherfucker rolled up here the other day in a brand new 2018 Mustang. I'm like, what the oh. fuck are you doing? He's like, I know. So, so yeah. He, he, I'm like, well, you're driving. You know that, right? He goes, hell yeah, I'm driving. I'm like, all right. Nice. Glad we got it under control. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's good. It's a fucking rad ride. Oh, man, I'm hyped. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's I get nice, to ride man. in a fancy car. <laughs> it's real fucking nice. Not like mine. Like you, you will have a lot more fun in his car. You would have mine. I guarantee. Oh man, it's gonna look like Jason Statham's picking me up from the airport. <laughs> it and really you will. Won't wear a suit. <laughs> man, you know what? Maybe I, maybe it leaves like a clip-on tie. <laughs> I can promise you that much. But yeah. So yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Jeff Chelios is coming to WrestleMania weekend, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a support his girl, Rhonda, I'm sure. That's not true at all. Uh, we're back in two weeks. Uh, we'll have more footballs. We'll have stories. God damn, we'll have stories. Uh, another course of nonsense and shenanigans. So join us at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash pounds on pages. Two weeks from today, I'm going to say that's like, what, the 17th? 10th? I don't fucking know. It's the 10th, right? 10th, yeah, because 17th would be episode 420. That's right. See, see, that's some fucking recall. You planned that shit like two hours ago, and I remembered it. <laughs> I'm very impressed with myself. Kudos to me. Yeah, we'll be back uh, on the 17th. No, 10th. Fuck, 10th. The 10th. I'm sorry. The 10th. 10th. <laughs> Email us. Popcast at penalthumbpages.com. Leave us a voicemail at 616-951-1POP. Make sure to check out the brackets at atzinc.org slash sports or the population group on Facebook. And again, yeah, if your uh, match comes up, uh, make plans to join us uh, on the show and, and, and say it to our fucking faces what you think might happen. Yeah, you can, even, you can even draw plays and give us visual aids. That's right. And if you do, it might go a long way. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, so for... Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris. I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you fools next time. Love you. Night. Bye.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 